Hey, everybody. Oh, I love this. Ashley's laughing. This is, I'm really excited about this. The, we've, uh, for the Frederick Playlist podcast, we've kind of rejuvenated it. We went out to Flying Dog and did a couple different sessions. Actually, we did this with Middle Kid and uh, Jaybird and Luna, I think, if everybody remembers this, back in November or something like that, October. And now we're actually in studio. I'm with Evan and Ashley from Cheshi. So, Ashley, how are you? Hello. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> Evan, how are you? So good. Evan, you're the drummer. Yes. Brand new drummer in, yes. uh, in this fabulous band. Thank you. <sighs> and you guys will be um, performing at the Frederick Music Showcase February 16th. At yes. the yes. Yeah. yes. Super pumped. This is gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of fun. Are you excited yeah. for that night? Yes. Yeah. It's um it's gonna be great to play on that stage. It's the best venue in Frederick, hands down, I would say. So beautiful theater. Evan's gonna it's make history rad. being the only person to play the showcase twice now. Are you excited? You're also the only person to be yeah. featured on this podcast twice. <laughs> <laughs> And that that's why me. he joined Cheshi, I'm sure. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> well, I joined and I asked Matt, I was like, hey, man, what's the next show? And he was like, oh, the Frederick Showcase at the Weinberg. And I was like, oh, perfect timing. <laughs> that's so good. So how did you end up, how long, you've only been in the band, what, a month now? Two months? Yeah, a yeah. month. Yeah. yeah. How, how did you guys hook up? Um, I was on the short list. You were on the short list? Yeah. Well, how did the short list come about? <laughs> this is good. Well, we didn't ever post it. We didn't really talk about it publicly at all. Um, and we just had some amazing drummers that showed interest in trying out and seeing what it felt like playing with us and stuff. And it was a hella hard decision to make, but I'm really glad we went with Evan because he kills it every time. Evan, how's it been adjusting to this band? You were an old Indian. For people who don't know, Evan was a drummer <laughs> in old Indian, which was a... <laughs> A pretty in-your-face, bluesy, <laughs> rocky, we're going to yeah. punch you until your teeth fall out kind of thing. Yeah. Cheshire, you guys rock, but Old Indian was like, bam, mm -hmm. and you guys are more like, hey, everybody. Well, yeah. I would say that... That was such a bad description, but <laughs> anyway. <go ahead. laughs> I would say Old Indian was like, uh, at 10 all the time. You know, like yes. there may be a quiet yeah. part for like a riff or like pretend that we had dynamics, but it was pretty like <laughs> pretend it was pretty full speed all the time. Has it been hard then to kind of pull back? Oh, definitely. Really? <laughs> yeah. Definitely. You do not show that at all. Really? I can't. <laughs> I, was, I was trying out. I had to play it cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool. It's uh, that's part of the reason I wanted to do it. Have there been times when Ashley, you've been like, Evan, you got to you got to settle down, man. There was only when I was learning the songs and uh, I came in pretty hot a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I think lately, I think the last thing I said was like, no, you've just got to punch. Yeah, that, I was like, like oh, okay. super. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, there are a couple of yeah. times where I was figuring out songs where I may have done something that didn't fit. But uh, I, I'm really open to like, this is, you know, when someone writes songs. I'm totally open to them saying, this is what I was thinking for this part. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not like, well, either you want me to drum or not. Yeah. Right. I'm <laughs> like, okay, cool. Yeah, tell me what you feel about this. And then, you know. But has there been a sort of a new dynamic for the band, Ashley? Is it like all of a sudden Evan comes in and like you're like, is it is it sort of a rejuvenation, reimagination? Oh, yeah. I mean, you're going to get that 
working with any musician, you know, because mm-hmm. you have to balance each other out and work with each other and create a kind of, you know, um, like emotional understanding without like really talking about it and everything. So there's so a connection. There's a musical. There's connection. a musical connection. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I think that you, Evan, do a great job at like getting there and understanding the songs. I mean, even when I'm doing like a vocal run or something, Evan will come in and just like do that run and that crescendo right with me, uh, and that is really really cool. Are you singing at all in it, Evan? No, no. I can't compare to Ashley singing. <laughs> Well, do you guys do va- backing <laughs> vocals? No, I thought you might. We do. Trevor, Trevor, yeah, okay. Trevor sings. Okay, okay. <laughs> so this is. I would love to see you back there doing like falsettos. <laughs> yeah, I could. Yeah, but uh, uh, no, that's that's uh, that's one of the main reasons I wanted to play is. You didn't want to have to sing. No, I mean, <laughs> I wanted to be in a band where there was like, a, like a real vocalist. Oh, like I see what you that, mean. Yeah. like, you know, yeah, I was, I was doing a lot of ridiculous, flashy things before my old <laughs> band. So now it's like, uh, play to the song. Yeah, play to, you know, I love amazing vocalists, and you know, every time I would like, my friends would come around or something, and I'd play like something off the band camp or. You know, I'd be like, oh, this is the new band. And they'd be like, that singer. <laughs> and I was like, I know. Wow. I mean, everyone else is incredible. <laughs> and then you have that and singing on top singing, of it. Yeah. It's like, whoa. I, I want to <laughs> talk a little bit about that, though, Ashley, because we've, you know, and we've worked together before, like for Goddess Jam and things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even when we were out at Milk House and did that sort of festival that kind of fell through at the last minute, but we still did it. And we were working with very minimal equipment. You still you like to put a lot of vocals and effects on your voice, which make them that much more haunting. How how did you come by doing that and messing with the vocal, the sort of vocal weirdness? Um, well, I've always loved experimenting with sound, mm-hmm. and I love experimenting with synth- synthesizers. And like all my life, I've just been trying out different things, you know. Mm-hmm. And I just I really love like haunting vocals, and I thought it was interesting to have kind of a heaviness to the backing music but then kind of this trilling beautiful kind of voice Mm -hmm. haunting kind of ghostly voice on top of it at times i think it's a really really beautiful juxtaposition Mm -hmm. which is why i usually like pump up the reverb and just i want to just haunt you when i sing you know (laughs) i want to just haunt you that's the tagline that's the headline for this story i just i want to just haunt you um with all of that in mind you guys have you're readying an EP release. The yeah. EP release is going to be launched at the Weinberg, from what I understand, unless if you call me and tell me you don't want to do that <laughs> anymore, which is entirely possible. Um, what's the name of the EP? Can you tell the people? It is self-titled. Self-titled EP. So yeah. it's Cheshi. Cheshi on Cheshi. Yeah. Cheshi EP. <laughs> How many songs? Five. Five. Uh, and where did you do? Can you tell us a little bit about the recording process? Yeah, um, from just being in the local Frederick music scene, we were referred to go through um, Kenny Eaton mm-hmm. at Mystery Ton Studios. Kenny's great, right? Evan? Yeah, he's so good. He's so good. Oh my gosh, I am so glad. As soon as I step foot downstairs, it just the energy of the place is just phenomenal. Yeah, and he's such a laid back and intelligent person that. Um, I said some really off the wall things that didn't make any sense at times. Like, uh, can you make this part sound like an insect's mandible clicking or something? Just like <laughs> weird, weird shit. And he would be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Like, I know 
what you're talking about. So that was really, really amazing. Yeah. And we actually had him mix it as well, just because I was so in love with him and how his process works and how he understood our music and everything. Mm -hmm. So is he uh, did he were there any things that you would have changed about it? Did he nail it? Honestly, no, I don't think I would change anything mm -hmm. about it. He's he's great. He's great working with drums. Too. Yeah. You guys did yeah. the old Indian record there, right? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Uh, and he's he's like a, he's a stalwart in in terms of like the sort of local recording community. I think so. He's he's got to be one of the best. We don't want to say that we don't want to offend people and say the best, but, we <laughs> don't know, but he's he's definitely one of the best. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you have these five songs. Are they all br are they brand new? Is does this feature to lose on it, which was on the f uh, playlist Flying Dog compilation? Um, we thought about it because um, I am dedicating the album to my um, grandma who has just mm. faced a lot of like hard times and that kind of thing. And Toulouse was her anthem, she told me. Oh. Um, which really oh. like that kind of that kind of thing gives me strength as a musician knowing that I like can help people through times that Yeah. You know. Definitely. Um so we were gonna put that on there, but we decided not to since it was already like recorded mm -hmm. and done. We wanted to spend the time and energy and money putting it into all new songs that um, mm -hmm. we have played live but have not been recorded before. So did you give Evan the recordings to learn the songs? How did you get the recordings? I got from? secret unreleased uh, recordings. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I, was, yeah. I was wondering about that because how long is your set now? You guys are probably up to a good amount of songs. Um, yeah, we have probably just now hit over an hour wor hour's worth. Wow. So it's a pretty yeah. good feeling knowing we can pick and choose now when before it was just like, yeah. well, here's our five songs. <laughs> 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 now, did you guys all always know each other? Go How, like, as sort of friendships or in the musical community, how long have you guys? Me and Evan? Yeah. I didn't really know him hardly at all before he started um, really? playing with us. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. I mean, I knew yeah. he was in Old Indian and stuff, but yeah. we had never, like, no kidding. Mm -hmm. So how's that been? Getting to learn each other in the dynamic. It's hard being in a band. Like it it's is hard. hard. It's mm -hmm. a relationship. It is. Yeah. It's a it relationship. Is. Have you guys spatted yet? No. No. <laughs> well, uh, no. Cheshire doesn't really fight. Cheshire doesn't <laughs> no. fight. That's gonna change. <laughs> <laughs> Every band fights. I think Evan can attest to that. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. Um, do you have a favorite song on the EP that's coming up? Um, I just released a single. Well, we just released the single Bug Dance. Um, do you have a you have a video? No, we have yes? a video. Okay. Um, Sam um, Grover, what, which he's going by on on the um, videos mm -hmm. um, that he directed, um, put an amazing amount of artistic quality and concept into that. It's absolutely beautiful. Is I the was band in it? No, we are not in that okay. one, but. Um, there's word that he is going to want to further pursue doing the rest of the videos for the entire album. You did say that, yeah. yeah. So you're going to be like Beyonce. <laughs> you have a video for every song. Yeah. That would be so into that. That would be, yeah. be a lot of fun. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. One of our ideas is to um, have Matt be a supervillain. Oh. <laughs> and probably Evan, too. Because he, <laughs> be like he would be a good, <laughs> good supervillain. <laughs> I'll be his toady. Super villain. Yeah. And it, we'll like do this. like a choreographed fight scene or something. <gasps> yeah. What, against you? Are you going to be the yeah, hero? Yeah, I, I want to be. Well, hero? we were thinking of um, resurrecting Trevor. Oh, like, okay. Like in the video. So it'd be like a, just like Death a Lord as a, 
as a as a superhero. Ah, so it's gonna be. It could be a Cheshire comic book. Yeah, that's Whoa. what this could be. This could be it. All right. Uh, I want to talk a little about influences, both of you guys individually. Um, Evan, we can start with you as a drummer. As a, I know you write songs as well. Mm-hmm. Who got you into music? Uh, I would say the first thing that blew my mind was my dad found a mixtape he made when he was a teenager. Ah. And he was like, you want to hear the best use of a cowbell ever? <laughs> and I was like, sure. I could totally see your dad. Doing I was this like, too. I bet it's a wild mixtape. It's really weird. It was, uh, uh, he, I must've been like 12 or 13 and it was Mississippi queen by mountain uh-huh. into Foxy lady oh, yeah. into David Bowie. Let's spend the night together. Wow. And then from there, it was a lot of like Hendrix and Led Zeppelin and stuff like that. Lots of Grand Funk. No, he was never into Grand Funk. I mean, I like Grand Funk. I thought you—that's what I was gonna say. I I like Grand Funk, Funk. but I would say I started listening to Jimi Hendrix and I bought a Stratocaster, (laughs) and I wasn't as good as him in a couple months. So I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I bet I could be as good as this drummer, (laughs) Mitch Mitchell. Mitch Mitchell, Mm -hmm. I'm not, but (laughs) that seemed like an easier challenge. Twenty years later, twenty years. (laughs) So Mitch Mitchell for sure. Love Black Sabbath. Bill Ward's one of my favorite drummers really? of all time. Uh, That's cool. Uh, but I, I'm all over the place. Like, my future mother-in-law got me Madonna Like a Virgin on vinyl. No, not Like a Virgin. Like a Prayer on vinyl mm-hmm. for Christmas. I love late 80s, early 90s Madonna. Really? I thought you were going to go pop music, but specifically Madonna. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Would well, you ever see Madonna live? Would I? Yeah. I would. <laughs> it's got to be a really sweet scenario, though. Someone's got to be like, hey, here are Madonna tickets. Do you want to go? And I'd be like, yes. But I'm not going to pursue that. But I don't know. I mean, mm. I would say my favorite band of all time is The Strokes. Okay. Uh, but What's his name? What's the drummer? God, I can't Fabrizio. Fab. I call him Fab. Fab. <laughs> I call him Fab. Do you like him? Yeah. yeah. He's a human metronome. It's perfect. Did you, yeah. Did you follow Julian Casablanca's mm-hmm. solo stuff? Yeah, I saw him on that tour. Oh, cool. Oh, you know what? I also heard that you you were really into uh, like Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. Yeah, and I love Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. Death from th- above. They yeah they played the same show. Yeah, that was wild. That was the loudest show I've ever felt. <laughs> it yeah, was I bet. it was like Sonic Punishment, <laughs> but uh, it was cool. It was a cool experience. I like I like all kinds of stuff yeah. like yeah. Towns Van Zant to mm. Big Star to. Norwegian black metal to, to Madonna to Detroit rock and roll, MC Five, MC Five, The Stooges, Death, Death. Awesome. You love Death. Do you know uh, the band no, Death? No, I know, oh. but it's a funny word. It's a funny oh. sentence to say. <laughs> yeah, uh, Ashley, as vocalists and as songwriters. This is a really hard question for me because early on I wasn't really pulling from any influences at all. I um, the sun maybe. It was Grass. mainly uh, well I, it was mainly um, a lot of like emotional um, things that I was working through going through, and I know that probably sounds pretentious as hell, but <laughs> I um, I just I love pretentious. <laughs> I just. Uh, have you read I any mean, of my reviews? They're all <laughs> <laughs> You know, and it, it, I mean, it stemmed from, like, a deep need to get something out of myself, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that definitely had, sp- like, you know, um, spurred from listening to 
music, like really, really good music now that I'm older and realizing mm-hmm. this with my mom growing up as a kid, like mm-hmm. Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Uh-huh. And like she took me to The Cure, to see The Cure when That's I so was cool. like oh, younger. Wow, yeah. So that, I mean, it opened my eyes up to like a, a really awesome world of good good music and now my biggest influences are Mia Follick and Emma Ruth Rundle just haunting you love passionate haunt, yeah. <laughs> you know with a really good message and mm-hmm. keeping the art form what it is as a songwriter do you have right now both of you like a record in your I guess CD players don't exist but do you have like a record <laughs> that you can't stop spinning you can't get enough of right now um, I've been listening to immediately when I got back from doing the Women's March. I popped on "Somebody to Love" by Nina Simone, and I just was so invigorated <laughs> with power, with Black power, with woman goddess power, mm-hmm. with civil right power, mm-hmm. and I just I love that time for that reason. It's sad, but a lot of those songs and protesters from the 1960s are very much relevant today, and I kind of use that as fuel right now in my life. Cool, cool, yeah. Evan. Anything? Biggie Pop and the Stooges, Raw right Power. Now. Can't stop listening. Can't to stop. It. Bought huh. it with a gift card for Christmas. <laughs> Bought it with a gift and, card. Uh, do you know the, do you know the song Candy by Cameo? I do not. It was like 80s funk. Okay. It's very strange. Is it a, is it a protest song? No. Like a protest <laughs> cameo. No. Uh, and also, mm-hmm. like a prayer. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you did because say that, I so. mean, it's a, it goes. The first track is like a prayer, and the second track is express yourself. So it's like, boom. Just leave it on. Yeah, just <laughs> repeat. Just leave it on. Um, however, briefly, I, I want to get as well to, and I know this is a question that you and I have talked about a lot of, and uh, over the years at this point, and Ashley, this will be interesting to get your view, but the i want sort of the state of the state when it comes to the local music scene what are you guys thinking right now or is this a time when things are thriving is this a time when some things need to occur what do you guys think um i feel like it's a little dry simply because people get pitted against each other for these stupid reasons Mm -hmm. we all just need to work together i mean the arts are very important the national endowment for the arts Mm -hmm. is going to be cut that's what trump wants to do So most of all, we need to stick by each other and foster each other and build each other up no matter what. Because if you're being creative, you're being on, you know, you're you're doing something better for society, hands down. Yeah, I mean, uh, one of my friends, uh, like, came into town for a while. And while he was here, he was like, this is the only music scene I've ever seen where it's, like, really competitive. Yes. Like it's yeah, really for as long as I've been here, yeah. it's been that way. And it's like there's just well, I mean, I don't want to get on a soapbox or anything, but but like sort of negativity and stuff like that. Like sure. you, I just I don't I have such a, a problem with that. I feel like a, a tide rises. What's that cliche? Everybody rises with a high tide or something mm-hmm. like I. Uh, and cool. there's there's good competitive. I think we can all kind of look at each. Well, I shouldn't say me, but all of the. Everybody can look at each other and respect each other and have opinions. To push each other uh, yeah. forward. Yeah. And push each other and come together. Or it could be like super toxic and super divisive. Mm-hmm. And um, I I do wonder about that. I do wonder about the, the sort of divisiveness. Of I mean, uh, criticism is necessary to be a better artist no matter what mm-hmm. you're doing. 
And it's not necessarily the criticism of people. It's just the fact of, like, support. And maybe it's a matter of the venue availability, that there's not that home space or that mm-hmm. place you can always yeah. turn to that's not a bar or that kind of yeah. thing that kind of breaks it up. Yeah. I'm not sure. Because yeah. there is a divide with people that want to play only all-ages shows yeah. or that kind of thing. And there's mm-hmm. a divide with people that are saying, well, if I can play this and, like, it's a good crowd, like, why not, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of, like, behind-the-music type stuff. <laughs> where like you hear about like a scene was based around a club mm-hmm. yeah like a club oh everyone played there i saw them yeah. there i saw yeah. that band there yeah. and oh that's how we became friends and yep. we shared gear and uh this town doesn't have that yeah and, and it's like a weird in between like you're saying like it's either like a bar with a stage or you're lucky enough to play the showcase where so you go from like a bar <laughs> with a stage to you're playing the weinberg center yeah. Yeah. Like some of my friends came to our show on Friday and we're like, oh, I'd love to see you again. Where are you playing next? And I was like, oh, the Weinberg Center. And they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. I'd, it, I I kind of want to get both of your opinions on this. This will be interesting for you, Evan, because this kind of relates to you specifically having been in this before. You have bands. For instance, I'm thinking back to the first year we ran the showcase. And in that year, we had Old Indian. We had Heavy Lights. We had the Nolly Moles. We had Hard Swim and Fish. Three of those four bands are not together anymore. Whoa! And <laughs> when true. you when you think about that, I mean, <laughs> do you think that that might be some some type of underlying thing here, where there's there are groups that just aren't willing to stick it out, or that you just get tired of it? You don't see enough forward movement for an elongated period of time, and you just say, "I'm done." I mean, you know? I think that comes down to the individuals in the yeah, band. Yeah, I would agree. Like commitment wise. Yeah. Well. Uh, you know, people see a certain trajectory mm-hmm. in their own lives, and it's not that it's right or wrong. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. whatever people want to do in their lives. And, you know, not everyone wants to be 35 driving back from oh, of course. D.C. Of at course. 2 in the morning yeah. kind of drunk. Like, that was a good show, right? Yeah, you know, I but know. I but know then there's mean. two ways you think of it. You Because I, I've been a victim of this kind of thinking, too, where you're like, either I'm a super famous rock star <laughs> or I'm a regular turd. <laughs> you know like uh, you know like yeah. like yeah. obviously i was talking to someone about this and they said well why do you think like that and i was like well i don't know it's like well either, either I, like i push as hard as i can and i make it or i'm just a regular person and they're like well aren't you doing both right now yeah i'm like oh yeah i guess yeah. so yeah. so when you realize like if that's really like you know there's there are some types of people that you know drop everything move to la we're gonna do mm-hmm. it and then there are some types of people that play guitar in their room for 15 years and no one ever hears them yeah and it's some sometimes bands have a mixture of that you Mm -hmm. know some people really want to go for it and some people don't and both are right do you think cheshi as a unit right now really wants to go for it uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm putting you on know. the spot. I'm, I'm telling you, I, I can't speak for the band. <laughs> I can't speak for the band. I feel like that. I mean, I feel like the songs are crafted in a way that proves we care. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's not thrown together. Well, and are, do you consider yourselves actively working to make music the first job instead of the second job right now in your life? I am. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. And if we if we make it to a volume six of the frederick music showcase in three years will you guys still be together (laughs) (laughs) and we can book you again i don't know my crystal ball's broken (laughs) 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 i mean ashley what's your perception of that you think it's a matter of longevity a matter of just staying together sometimes 
I think everyone has their own path creatively, and you can't, you know, discredit anyone mm-hmm. for what they decide to do with that realm. I mean, life is very complicated. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, it kind of, I think the obsession with I need to be the best of the best always, it stems from the ideals within our society of, like, the American dream that you're never going to be good enough if you're not the best. And I don't agree with that. And I think that as long as you're trying your best and you feel like you're putting your best work out there or even just trying to get to your own personal best, I think that is what matters. Yeah. So so how many bands do you love that no one's ever heard of? Oh, of course. Yeah. But they're still out there yeah. and they're doing oh, it. Yeah. And some of them, like, I, there's this thing on the Flaming Lips where, what's the lead singer's name? Wayne Cole. Yeah, Wayne, Wayne something. Coin, Con, Coin, however Con, you say it. Yeah, I don't. He worked at Long John Silver's on and off until they made it. Mm. So they'd go on tour for three months. He'd come back, yeah. get his job back at Long John Silver's. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then, and that's what kept happening until it got to a point where he didn't have to go back to Long John Silver's. Mm-hmm. And that's, <laughs> that leads to the question I was just going to ask, though. Is that, do you consider that sort of the goal? To have that ability to where you don't have to go back to Long John Silver's. Yeah, essentially. I mean, that would be absolutely, yeah. I mean, that would be my biggest dream yeah. to be able to just play music. I can't imagine anything better in right. life, honestly. Mm. Yeah, if, if you wake up and you're like, oh, yeah, all I do is play music. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. But there's also something, too. I, I think that there's this side of this, though, where you can be entirely fulfilled, like you were talking about with your grandmother to know that your music touches people. Oh, for sure. Or that mm-hmm. you like it. I mean, I, especially at the point I am in my life, well, my life's over, essentially. And I, <laughs> oh, my God. And I, just, I just think, you know, if I write Are something. Are you dead right now? I'm just dead. I'm haunting. <laughs> I'm haunting this podcast. You look good for a dead guy. Uh, <laughs> but you just kind of think you take those little victories when you can. Like, you play the Weinberg, maybe, and somebody comes up to you afterward and says, this is, the, you are great. I never knew you. Now I know you. And I think it's great. Like, those types of things, to me, are kind of what keep me going artistically, both oh, yeah. at the newspaper. Yeah, the personal relationships you develop yeah. as a musician. So I want to wrap up the conversation part of this because Ashley's going to be kind enough to play a song. Evan's going to sing backing vocals. Only falsetto. <laughs> <laughs> um, with the circling back to the showcase, um, do you guys have personally a favorite memory from the Weinberg Center in your life? Whoa. Yeah, I played it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was... That's it? There was no show was, you've seen there before that maybe you say... I saw it. the comedian Brian Regan there with my sister. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Um, but playing it supersedes that? For sure. Okay. Okay. For sure. Is Ashley? I saw this really, really sick acrobat show there. <laughs> what was the circuit day frederick Cirque day. i forget what it was called we had we uh won these free tickets to go to like the youth shows that they put on there me and ashley won tickets in a raffle or something <laughs> and so That's there was so only good. certain things we could choose from and uh, so we were like okay like ac- acrobats like okay it was amazing they like climbed <laughs> yeah. all the way up to the top this guy was like climbing chairs by himself and stacking chairs all the way to the top it was really cool That's so great it was really That's cool. Funny. I thought of another one. What's that? Senior year of high school, we entered the 72 Hours Film Festival. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, we made a short film about Mario Kart Oh. called Cartist. 
and uh, so great. that was that's so that felt good. like the big so time. Good. That's <laughs> so, so good. That's 72 so good. hours it is really, really good. It's great. so good. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. I really want to <laughs> do that awesome. next year. You've never done it, Ashley? No. No. Well, it I actually, fun. I have been in it once. I was an actress that's so in, when I was in college in one. Oh. But I want to say, cool. though, hands down, the best moment for me was seeing the first hip hop artist on stage, Retro Recall. Like, oh, last year. That was really, year, really, really great. When he brought his mom up there, man. Oh, man. It was man. so, was so good. Uh, that was something. I definitely felt like that was like a we moment. I felt like we were all like, yeah. Right? I it just, was great. It's so fun. Yeah, I I was on like some something a month or two ago, and he had just posted on his Twitter, Instagram, something. It was that moment that two or three minutes where sh he brought her up and they kicked into the James Brown and you're just <laughs> like, Oh man, it's just, yeah, you still so get chills. Cute. You still yeah. get chills every time that you see awesome. it. Yes. That, that, that was amazing. That was awesome. Um, how can people check you guys out? I want everybody to have the ability. What, where's, what's your Facebook page, your Insta chat, your, so most of it is just Cheshire music. Uh, okay. our Instagram is Cheshire music. Our Facebook is, Ch I mean, you can just, Search Cheshi, C-H-E-S-H-I. Okay. Um, we have a band camp that is cheshi.bandcamp.com. Mm -hmm. And you will be able to buy T-shirts and CDs at the Weinberg Center? Yep, and hopefully tapes as well. We're going to do oh, our own right. tapes. Yeah, that yeah. would be cool. How many are you yeah. going to get? How many tapes? Limited um, edition? Yeah, limited edition. I ordered yeah. like 100 uh, tapes, cool. so it... We probably won't make them all for that evening, yeah, but um, that's cool. Yeah, we're doing like short runs just because I don't want to make a bunch of extra waste, you know, mm -hmm. in case. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we still. <laughs> I've just heard horror stories about yeah. this kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, wait, you have one of it? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Lots of people. You want an old Indian record? <laughs> uh. <laughs> that's good that's a wait good is this being released on itunes and spotify and yes. stuff too google play yeah. oh you oh, I, I thought you were talking about this podcast but yeah um yeah you're yeah gonna we're gonna spotify we're gonna put, iTunes? put okay. it everywhere we can cool so when you're done <laughs> listening to this you can put in your stick it everywhere you can <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. that's a good place for this to end <laughs> right now so we're going to take a quick second for you to get set up and then you're going to play a song and yes. what, what's going to be the song the song is called the confrontation of hopelessness and it is kind of an embodiment of my fears as a human being right now and telling myself shut up and just stand up and be okay well, we look forward to that that's very heavy so <laughs> and thank you guys so much for coming thank you so no, much. thank you this is great yes thank you okay Just remember none of us make it out alive And if you're unsure of yourself Just remember none of us really know
And if you find it hard to relate Just remember none of us show our true face And if you're afraid of what's next Just remember millions and millions got you back Frederick Playlist Podcast is produced by Graham Cullen, Chris Sands, and me. If you like what you heard, please hit subscribe on iTunes. You can pretty much find that anywhere these days, including your phone, your desktop, laptop, and anywhere else that you seem to be connected to the world. We want to thank our guests, Ashley Cheshire and Evan Owens of the band Cheshi. They will be performing at the third annual Frederick Music Showcase presented by Goldwater Bank on February 16th at the Weinberg Center. Check it out. They will be releasing their debut EP there, so you won't want to miss that. Join us next week when we'll welcome Stitch Early, who will also be performing at this year's showcase.